This is episode 25 of the One Productive Mama podcast. Hello, friend, and welcome to the One Productive Mama podcast. My name is Sierra, and I am a wife, mom to two boys under two, and a life and productivity coach for moms. In this podcast, I will be sharing tips and tricks so you can tackle what life is throwing at you, and we can learn together how to manage the chaos that is motherhood. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Being a mom is hard, but that's why I wanted to create a space so you can know that you're not alone no matter what stage of life you're in. So plug in your headphones or crank it up in your car, and let's dive into the one thing that time management experts have never been able to unlock how to do it all as a mom. All right. Hi, Dakota. It's so nice to have you here. Hi. Um, So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and what you do for your business? Yeah. So as you mentioned, I'm Dakota. I am a virtual assistant coach I do that full time while staying home with my three kids. So I have a six year old, and then my son will be two in like one week. So um, I do that. I also run like a day home on the side. I've been coaching virtual assistants for a couple months. I started business coaching last August. So I just like pivoted to coaching virtual assistants. And yeah. Awesome. So you said that you started with business coaching. Now you're pivoting to pivoting to business coaching. And you also were doing lead gen for a little bit. Is that correct? Yeah. So before I started coaching, I was a lead generation virtual assistant. So I started that and did that for a few months and then started coaching also. So I was running a, my lead gen business and my coaching business. And then um, I lead generation all the way up until about a week ago, I like fully stopped with all my clients. I was doing it, once I started coaching, I was only taking on a couple of clients because I wanted to kind of like make sure I wasn't taking up all of my time, but now I am just full-time coaching. Awesome. So that's super exciting to kind of make that shift. So how did you manage both the lead gen side as well as the business and then the the VA coaching? Like what did that kind of look like for you, I guess, schedule-wise? Were you kind of like setting aside specific time each day for both? Did you just kind of have maybe like certain days you did either position or what did that look like? So I'm not going to lie, in the beginning it was crazy. So I wanted to coach, but I didn't want to lose out on all the money that the lead gen business was bringing in. And I think just like trying to do all of that. So I was working three and a half hours a generation and then trying to also establish a coaching business and raise kids and have like day home kids coming in. And it got very busy where like last summer I was like in my van doing my client work while my sister took my kids to the beach. And then I was like, okay, something has to change here. Cause I'm just like trying to do too much. So then I started like time blocking and I preach this all the time because I feel like 
this is a really good way to make sure that you're not taking off more than you can chew. So I started talking about like, what can I actually handle every day? And I narrowed down my clients, my lead gen clients to one hour a day and made sure that I was only taking calls on a specific time. So Mondays through Thursdays, I only accept calls from 1 p.m. till 2.30 p.m. because that's when like my kids are napping and stuff like that. Um, and just got very specific, realized like I need to have the free time. Like I don't want to be sitting on in my van while my kids are at the beach. I actually want to be on the beach with them. And so time blocking and seeing fit my work and stuff really helped me. And it was just a lot of trial and error. Like, I feel like just the, a few months ago, I started really getting a good rhythm in, like, setting uh, boundaries and, like, being able to say to people, like, no, I cannot take a call at that time. Like, I can take only take a call at this time. Because I was feeling like if I didn't stretch my time and kind of go with what everyone else wanted, I just felt like I was going to miss out, but really I was just burning myself out. So I think the biggest thing for being able to balance all of that was just being really careful with my time and how much I take on and setting the boundaries. I love that. That's something that I preach to all my clients too, is the boundaries are so, so important. Like you have to understand your limits and then you have to be able to like enforce those limits it's it's really scary and it's hard sometimes to have to be like no i'm not going to take the call or i'm not going to respond to my messages right now like you have to have like a lot of self-control i guess to really really hold those do you like ever remember a specific time when you were starting to do that where it was just really hard to have to hold those boundaries yeah um with um coaching and clients would say like oh that's that time doesn't work with me and i'm like oh no, no hire me you want to work with me because i can't take a call at a certain time but then i was like if something's not gonna work out like i didn't end up losing those clients we just ended up um finding a way to make it work like through voice memos or like and stuff like that but i was still able to hold my boundary of i cannot take a call at 10 a.m because that is when my kids are most active and like it's just hectic and stressful um but in the afternoon maybe i'll like get my kids to do quiet time or something and just making sure that it's still me yeah, I love that. I think, you know, I think the first couple times it's really hard. But like you said, like once, like if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Like you'll find a way around it. You'll be able to, like the people who want to work with you, they will make it work, you know? And that's not to say like you should only have one hour every day. And if they can't meet during that exact hour, like having, you know, giving them options saying, okay, like we could meet, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at this time or whatever, like meeting them that way, but also understanding that you don't have to be available 24 seven to your clients. You don't have to always be ready to jump on a call or always, you know, answer an urgent message. It's okay to let it go for 
couple hours or till the next day and everything will be okay. Um, all right, so speaking about your, your VA coaching business. So I know that's something that I personally try to teach my clients is the benefit of not having to do everything all at once. Like you, you should not have to handle all of your social media, all of your, you know, podcast stuff, all of your like behind the scenes things, uh, because that, then you're just doing the job of a million different people in one. So I know as a VA, we tend to see VAs as having like all the jobs. So is there something that you teach your virtual assistants in your program, how to, you know, should they be taking on like the general VA position? Should they be niching down? Like, what does that look like? Um, so something that I like to like tell them is when you're trying to like speak to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. When you're trying to do every single thing, you're actually, you're going to reach nobody. Um, a lot of us, we, we think that we have to do all the tasks, offer all the tasks, um, offer it to every single person, and we're going to be missing out. And the thing that I noticed, like, when I first started out, I was trying to do that. I was, I had in my, like, portfolio, my service list, that was like two pages long. And nobody hired me because they're like, well, you don't have time to learn every single one of these services. But once I narrowed it down to, I think I, at first I narrowed it down to like four things, but then eventually I just took everything except Legion out. But once I narrowed it down to four services, then I started reaching more people because they're like, oh, like she uh, could have time to um, do this service. So I, I was offering copywriting, um, like captions, content, and lead generation. So people started hiring me for lead generation the most because they're starting to see that I was like doing the lead gen the most because I was only offering people things. So I had time to kind of learn that. When you want to hire a virtual assistant, you want to hire someone that's an expert in the specific service that you're looking for and not someone that has pages and pages of different services because they're like, well, you, you don't actually have time to do all of this stuff. So that's kind of why I teach the virtual assistants to pick just a couple of things that you can focus on and just not overwhelm yourself trying to learn every single service because you're afraid that you're going to miss out on the clients. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, you know, when you try to do all those different services, like you have to split your time, you know, so like maybe you're going to do copywriting for this client, but then now you're going to go create graphics for this client. Now you're going to go do lead gen for this client. And it's really hard to shift your mindset, especially when you have limited time to work. So I think that's a really good concept is to really narrow down on, on what you want to do. So is there, is there something that you have your, that, that you recommend doing to figure out what 
you actually like should be niching down into? Um, so there's a couple of things. If there's something that you've always wanted to try, so if you're coming into the space and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm really interested in bookkeeping, I'm really interested in copywriting, then I my advice is to just do it, offer it. Even if you have zero experience, you'll learn as you go. Um, do your research, figure out the best way to do it, and just like do that. And if it ends up not aligning with you, like I mentioned before, I had offered services that I got rid of because I did copywriting for someone and was like, I actually hate this, so I didn't do it anymore. So like, you can change it. And then another thing is, if you do have the skills, like if you are coming from like a bookkeeping job, like a nine-to-five job, and you want to take it online, then like that's totally good too. But I guess it's just like figure out what interests you the most, what you want to try. And if you don't know, if you come into the space and you're like, I have no idea what I want to do. Like, I'm not really passionate about any of this, but maybe you see more people are looking for like copywriters or lead generation experts or something. You see that on Facebook groups, then you can try that. And you can kind of just see what the most popular or the most in-demand services are. And like I said, you can always change it until you find the one that feels the most aligned with you. I love that. Yes, there's so much flexibility being in the online space. So make sure mm -hmm. that we use it. <laughs> All right. So kind of a fun question before we wrap up. So what is a goal that you're working towards right now in your business? I'm working towards filling my virtual assistant bootcamp. I just launched the daily masterclass yesterday and had like 40 people sign up. They're amazing. So my goal is to kind of fill my bootcamp and help other scale their businesses and just kind of keep getting my name out there as a virtual assistant coach and helping other VAs. I've scheduled um, free strategy calls to kind of some more VAs in the space and yeah, just kind of keep growing my business and keeping up with my programs and podcasts. That's like the best. I love that. And 40 people, that is amazing. So congrats on that. Um, okay, so where can we go to connect with you, learn more about your virtual assistant boot camp, maybe grab one of those free strategy calls. And also I, your podcast. Sorry, tell us about your podcast too. Yeah. So my podcast is the Messy Mompreneur pod podcast. If you go to my Instagram at bizcoach.dakota. I have a link to all my stuff on like about the boot camp. It brings you to my podcast. It brings you to free resources I have. You can also catch the replay of my master class that I was talking about that I did yesterday is the how to become a VA in three days. Um, but yeah, Instagram is the main platform that I use. If I'm okay, but coach.dakota and you'll find all my resources there awesome and i will link dakota's instagram in the show notes that way you guys can go check her out uh, all right so i think that's all the questions i have for you today is there anything else that you would want to add or anything you could think of that would be good for my listeners to know um no just 
just knowing what you you really want in your business and like having those clear goals and just keep reaching for them and not giving up on that's like the most important thing to me that I like to remind everybody because sometimes it can get overwhelming and crazy and you just feel like throwing it all out the window because that would just be easier. My advice is to just keep pushing through that because it gets easier if you keep just keep pushing through. So and thank you so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of the podcast i hope you'll keep coming back each week as we talk more about productivity and how to manage life as a mom if you like this episode i'd love for you to leave a review or share it on instagram and tag me at sierra.scocco let's bring the focus back to what truly matters in life and become the most productive versions of ourselves that we can be until next time